Hi there, this is Marcus Fernandez, your host for The Home Prescriber. This podcast is for all things homeopathy, for home prescribing, acute issues that you can deal with at home with some simple homeopathic remedies. We'll be covering everything from anxiety to cystitis to sprains, strains, bumps and bruises to hay fever. Well, I'm going to show you the top remedies that you can use for home prescribing. So check us out now and become a confident home prescriber. In situations like skulls and burns, things that can happen acutely and considering, you know, you just need to grab the remedy and give it straight away. But in many situations like that, especially when you have kids, those remedies always need to be handy just to go and grab. Like the Arnica, Arnica sits in our house near the teas and tea and coffee pots. It's like, that's the place we will go to if we need Arnica. But these are these other remedies as well are good. All these remedies that I talk about every single week, what we call the polycrest remedies. That means remedies with many uses. We use them all the time. We have such big action. So let's talk about scalds and burns, the top homeopathic remedies. So let's just look at scalds and burns. So these are damage to the skin, both of them, burns and scalds, usually caused by some form of heat. And both are treated in the same way. So a burn is often caused by dry heat, like an iron. You know, people get iron burns when they're doing the ironing or from a fire, for example. And a scald is something that often is to do with wet, like steam or hot water. So that we treat them the same way and the remedies would be the same because it depends depends on what the effects are. So burns can be, as you know, if you've ever burnt yourself, can be very, very painful and may cause red or peeling skin, can cause blistering as well. It can go into a blister, swelling. And if it's more severe, you know, you go charred skin. I mean, as you know, burns can go very, very deep. And the amount of pain that you feel is not always showing how serious the burn is because the more serious the burn, often it damages the nerve and the nerve endings. And so you might sometimes not really feel it when it's a severe burn and can feel painless. But obviously for things like that, you need to get urgent medical attention. So treating basic sort of burns and skulls, get the person away from the heat source to stop the burning, remove any clothing or jewelry near the burnt area skin, including baby's nappies if it's a baby, but don't remove anything that's stuck to the skin, okay, where the burn is. You can cool the burn with cool or lukewarm water running for 20 or 30 minutes. Do not use ice because again, that can damage the tissue if it's burnt or ice water or any creams or greasy substances like butter, especially if it's quite severe burning, you're going to go to the hospital or the ER or the A&E department of a hospital, they're just going to need to clean it anyway and clean the wound. Now, sometimes people go into shock after a burn, especially quite a bad burn. Make sure the person keeps warm with a blanket and make care it doesn't touch the affected area. And after cooling the burn, you can sometimes cover the burn with some clean film or a clean plastic bag, especially if you're going to be going you know, to the hospital. And if it's an acid or chemical burn, dial 999, which is in the UK, the emergency number, or whatever number is in your country, emergency number, and carefully try to the chemical, any contaminating clothing and rinse the affected area with as much clean water as possible. Okay, but you need to get advice. And when to get medical attention, obviously it depends how serious a burn is. It may not be possible to treat it at home, but for minor burns, keep the burn clean. Don't burst any blisters if it blisters, but more serious burns require professional medical attention. And you should always go to the A&E or ER department for all chemical and electrical burns, large or deep burns. So any burn bigger than the injured person's 
tanned, you need to get medical attention. Burns that cause white or charred skin of any size uh, and burns on the neck, face, hands, feet, joints of the genital area. Okay, so you need to get medical attention for that. Well, we're going to talk about some remedies for simple burns and skulls that you'll get in the home. Now, we're going to talk about first degree burns. So this is often burns caused by dry heat or as we said, skulls by moist seeps such as steam or hot liquids. And this is where it damages the most outer layer of the skin. And this is classed as a first degree burn. And it'll produce redness, soreness and swelling, sometimes blistery, but that means it's then going in more to a second degree. But again, put in the cold water immediately, but not ice water or use lukewarm water. But also you can get these first degree burns from the sun. So as well as like burning yourself on an iron or a fire or steam from a kettle or hot drink or hot boiling water, also from the sun as well. Obviously, you know, you can get severe burns from the sun. So as I always say, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Let people know, share the link that all the videos are there, that all the videos that we've done now are on there. Everything from sore throats, coughs, astitis, conjunctivitis, period pain. I've covered so many areas and the top sort of remedies, like top five, top six, top nine remedies for you to use. So please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Then you'll know when a video is released, a new video, you'll get the notification straight away. And also check us out, CHE, the Center for Homeopathic Education, if you want to find out about any courses that we run, because we run courses from beginner's level all the way to practitioner level and beyond as well as postgraduate. So let's look at some of the homeopathic remedies for skulls and burns. So the first remedy, arsenicum. So with arsenicum, they'll have burns with marked pain, anxiety, and restlessness. Remember, Remember, this is the keynote for arsenicum. It's the anxiety and the restlessness. They just need to move around. The skin is going to be red, swollen, burning. It can be burning and very sensitive to touch. So these are quite deep burns. They're quite horrible burns. These can be, when I say horrible, painful, very painful, very burning. They can feel very chilly after they've burnt themselves, feel very chilly and feel exhausted. Okay, feel tight. Again, these are keynotes for arsenicum. Worse for cold application, which is unusual around midnight and worse around touch. So if the burn's going to feel worse, it's often around that time modality around midnight, but better for warm, dry applications. They want some warmth to it. It might be mild warmth, but they want warmth. And they want warmth generally anyway, because they feel chilly. And they're thirsty for small sips. Okay. They don't glug water. They're thirsty for cold sips. So remember with arsenicum, it's the pain with anxiety and restlessness. Okay. And also the chilliness as well, but the worst for cold application is going to make it feel worse. Next remedy is belladonna. So this is really good for things like sunburn or burns with a dry, hot, bright red skin. And again, with belladonna, you know, the classic It's burning pain, throbbing as well. It will throb, there's throbbing with the pain and it radiates heat. They may have throbbing and pulsating headache at the same time as the burn, which again is another keynote of belladonna. Or they can have, if they've got sunburn, they can also have a throbbing headache from being exposed to the sun. And again, this can get worse, especially the burn can get worse around late afternoon and continues into the night, particularly sunburn. So it can start to really come after 3 p.m. Often that's a keynote, again, modality for belladonna. Worse for touch, worse for being heated, worse for any jarring. So you slightly touch, oh, watch my, oh, watch it. So very sensitive to that touch, jarring anyway or being heated. Can crave lemons or lemonade. Can be a big gang keynote for belladonna, but they are really thirsty for cold water and they will glug it. Okay, arsenicum will be small steps. This is actually, they're feeling really hot and they will really drink water. But they can have this craving for lemons 
or lemonade. Big keynote for Belladonna. Okay, so again, if you have a burn, it could be sunburn with dry, hot, bright red skin, then think of Belladonna. Next remedy, Cantharis. This is probably the most common remedy used in scalds and burns. So here, the symptoms are intense, rapid, extremely painful, and there's a cutting, smarting, raw burning pain with Cantharis. This is probably one of the most common remedies I use in these situations. First remedy you reach for in the remedy kit. The skin can be red and hot, can be, sometimes have a little blisters, but it burns as if it's on fire. Real intensity to cantharis. And they can get, have small little vesicles that coalesce to form a larger blister with a burning pain, again, with smarting and sometimes a bit of swelling as well. Cantharis is better for cold applications. In fact, it's better that as soon as it starts to get, say you put a cold flannel on or something, as soon as it starts getting warm or the water, you put your hand in water, as soon as it gets a little bit warm, then the pain really comes back. So they really need it to be cold. Worse for touch, worse for movement. And again, this can be really good for severe sunburn as well as scalds and burns. So again, great remedy, very intense, smart, raw burning pain with cantharis. But remember, they're really better for cold application. As soon as you remove it or it gets warm, then the pain really comes back. Next remedy is sol. Now we talked about this when we did holidays, homeopathy in holidays. This is really good for the sun, as you can tell by the name. Can we use before or during or when you return after being in the strong sun? but they have a real sensitivity to the sun. They really burn easily or are affected by the sun. So they can get itchy red skin, red blotches from sunlight, get painful eyes, photophobia from sunlight, blurry vision and headache. And the headache, uh, especially if they have sunshine on a bare head, okay? People have lost their hair or even like babies, not much hair there. It can really affect it, especially the top of the head. Very painful, have quite a violent pain in the top of the head, the vertex. Better for pressure, better for cold application, but never often been well since being sunburnt or sunstroke. So while somebody may have come out of the sun and they're, they're, and they're feeling the effects of the sun or sunburn, but also they've never been well since that time. Also good for radiation burns when people have radiotherapy. It's often can be also good for that as well. So again, another great remedy, particularly for ill effects burns from the sun. Okay. Next remedy is urtica urens. So this is good for simple scalds, especially or steam from hot water. So you see here the picture of the kettle where people have been burned by the steam from the kettle or whilst they're cooking or any situation like that. And with urtica urens, there's intense itching, burning, stinging pain. Remember this remedy is made from the nettle. So imagine a stinging nettle how it burns and it stings. No blistering with urticurorens, just redness or red raised blotches. Okay, again, think of a nettle sting. Burning, stinging pain every time they move. So they move, oh, 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 they really feel it. Okay, this burning, stinging pain. Worse for touch, worse for water, worse for cool bathing. And the burn can be worse after sleep. So they've slept and they wake up, it really is burning that area. It's really aggravated by sleep. You can get it as a gel or combined with calendula, very, very soothing. And it's similar to cantharis. So you need to look at cantharis and compare it, okay? Compare it with cantharis. But you're then down to two remedies out of nearly 3,000 remedies in the Materia Medica, but you just choose one of those, one of those remedies. Just look at the modalities, look at the sensations. Shiny sunburn with stinging burning pain. So again, a big sunburn remedy. And again, don't underestimate sunburn. It can be really, really bad for people, especially if they've fallen asleep at the sun or 
well. They suddenly get in the sunshine, especially in the tropics, where people aren't used to that sort of intensity of the sun there. So, so it's always good to have these remedies around because it can be incredibly painful and also can ruin people's holidays. It can really ruin people's holidays. I've had patients and clients, you know, who've had, especially when they're falling asleep in the sun and they're really, really, really bad. And it's just ruining their holiday because they can't do anything and they're just always, they don't can't sit in the sun and, you know, it can be quite painful and quite an issue for them. So the other remedy is phosphorus as well. Now, phosphorus is particularly an affinity for people after they've had an electric burn. So this may be a really good remedy to have because I would say all, if you've had an electric burn, always seek medical attention, but take this whilst you're on the way to get medical help. So often when an electric burn occurs, the damaged area may look small on the surface, but there may be more extensive damage underneath the skin. Okay, from the electrical shock or burn, and always get it examined by a healthcare professional because of that reason. But you can take phosphorus; it's a big remedy for electric shock, and people have had electric shock, but also from electric burns. So please don't forget phosphorus, but always get medical help after an electric burn. So let's look at some topical applications you can do. So I think with all the topical applications used, which we're going to talk about now, like in sort of bathing it with water with a tincture in it. For example, we're talking about calendula or a gel. So Calendula is, as you know, one of the fantastic remedies to use for healing. Good to use it in tincture, especially if it's warmed rather than the cool diluted in warm water. And it promotes healing and reduces inflammation, stops and clears infection. So good to have it in the first aid box. Now, this is how you use it. You get the tincture, take 10 or 15 drops and put it in a small glass of boiled or sterile water. Okay, boiled or sterile water. So because you're going to be bathing the wound with it. So always dilute the tincture in water, in a large amount of water, but often it's been boiled as well because it's sterile and then you can bathe the affected area. If it stings, dilute it even more, add some more water to it, but it's a solution. You never put it neat onto a burn. Always use it in a water solution. You can use also calendula gel, which prevents scarring as the wound heals, or you can also use aloe vera gel, which is aloe vera is better known as the burn plant. So try to use gel or these water solutions rather than use cream. Okay, so calendula, fantastic. One. Next thing I also could suggest is to use hypercal. So hypercal is a combination between hypericum and calendula. So the calendula part really good for the healing. The hypericum part is good for the pain. So you can apply a sterile dressing soaked in a solution of hypercal. And the solution is made some, say from five mil or 20 drops of tincture of the tincture, the combination of hypercal and say 200 and half a pint of water of cool previously boiled water, just like what we talked about with the calendula. Keep the dressing moist and disturb it as little as possible, renewing it every 12 hours or so until the skin is healed. And you can also apply a calendula ointment around the edge of it as well, or calendula gel. So again, just two topical things that you could use. You should always have this in your kit or have this at home, calendula tincture or a hypercal. You can get it from any of the homeopathic pharmacies or over the counter at health food stores. But remember, you've got to dilute it in water. You do not put it on knee onto any wound. So the question I always get asked is how do I prescribe these remedies? Again, use the 6C, 30C of the homeopathic remedy that you've got in your kit or at home. These are remedies you can buy over the counter at health food stores or homeopathic pharmacies and take one dose every 15 minutes, okay? For three or four doses or until the symptoms improve. And you will feel it straight away or the person you're giving to will, will feel the effect straight away. And you're looking, again, always remember, you're looking for the keynotes of the remedy as we talked about in these remedies with like cantharis, you know, that raw burning pain, arsenicum, not only the burning pain, but they've got anxiety and restlessness. So we're always looking at the characteristic symptoms of the remedy. You don't need every single thing of that remedy in order to 
prescribe. We're looking for a three-legged stool, which means looking for the three major keynote characteristic symptoms of that remedy. But if symptoms persist, seek a qualified practitioner, okay? You need to get help if it persists and it doesn't seem to be resolving itself. And that's it. So thank you for listening. Talk to some, some of the top remedies. I think you should know the scolds and burns, basic things that you'll see at home and in everyday life. Please try it out. Please use it. There is other remedies. I've just given you what I think the top ones that you should know about. But go to those ones first and you'll find that will deal with nine out of 10 of scolds and burns that you will see. Again, we haven't talked about deeper burns. That's not the place, I think, to talk about that. This is really for home prescribing. So please, again, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Check us out on our website, www.chihomeopathy.com. And I look forward to seeing you next time. Hi, Marcus here. I just want to say a big thank you for listening to the podcast. And I hope you feel more confident about prescribing homeopathic remedies in acute situations. Now, you can also access, if you click on the link below, my free book as an ebook called The Home Prescriber. And here you'll find a lot more information about all different acute conditions that you can treat within the home with homeopathy. Also, I'm going to give you access to our free home prescriber course with one of our lecturers, Hilary Dorian. This is an amazing course where Hilary will deep dive into the principles and philosophy of homeopathy and looking at remedies, as well as looking at potency and how to prescribe. So click on the link below for cghomeopathy.com to get access to your free home prescriber course. Again, thank you for listening and we'll look forward to seeing you very soon on our next podcast.